We've got something different for you this week because of the holiday, July 4th, and because of the apocalypse. That's a joke. It's not an apocalypse. People feel like it's an apocalypse of GA4 being upon us. We want to make sure that we had all the extra hours of the DeConvert team available to help our builder partners with that transition in a shortened week. And so we didn't record an episode of the podcast, but we've got something incredible for you. I want to give you the context before we hit go. And that is a very special episode of Online People Talking with Jen Barkin. That is our streaming program that's uh, on a regular basis, at least once a month, sometimes more, sometimes a little bit less, but uh, she brings you the inside scoop of what's going on in everything online sales. We know you all are big fans of Jen Barkin and what she does and how she does it. So without further ado, enjoy this special episode of Online People Talking and check out the link in the show notes to see how you can make sure that you don't miss an episode in the future. Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the industry leaders at Do You Convert, where we talk about the current and future state of marketing and online sales for builders and developers across the globe. We're not here to sell you, we're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. Is there a topic you'd like us to cover or a question you'd like us to answer? We'll do it. Simply send an email to show at doyouconvert.com. Everybody, Jen Barkin here, online sales coach with Do You Convert, and we are here for online people talking, or OPT, as we like to call it. This series is dedicated to you, the new home online sales specialist, where we'll talk about all things online sales, challenges, scenarios, and most importantly, solutions just for you. And guys, I am so excited to have a very special, uh, what are we going to call, economic forecaster, analytical uh, special correspondent join us first before we bring on our online sales guest introducing the one and only mike line <laughs> were you Jen, guys thank were you so guys much hanging, for having were, me were why you did hang, you bring me on what were you just hanging on uh, were you all just waiting to see who our special correspondent was i i know i know i was um, Mike, I had you on because you love to talk about numbers. You, your brain, you're just like a math wizard and genius. <laughs> and one of the first things that we want to talk about before we bring on our special guest today is we just released the Q1 online sales benchmarks. If you guys haven't seen that, go over to DConvert, check that out. We've got the full report for you. Um, but wanted to share, wanted to hop on and share this with you. Wanted to have Mike on to talk through some of that with you. But Mike, what did we, what did we see? It was interesting. It was, it was, yeah. First quarter. Um, listen, for those of you tuning in, how many of you guys are doing great on sales? Like sale, you're hitting your sales goals. Chat out if you're hitting your sales goals as a company, or just chat out hi and and tell Jen thank you so much yeah, for doing sure opt-in. Yeah, make sure you you say hi. So I know we want to see where who's who's tuning in and where you guys are coming from. Um, but we had a lot of builders that are hitting their numbers, right? And they're doing great. And we've got that stuff flowing in. We're like, okay, this is this is cool. This is awesome. Now, how does how does that compare to our benchmarks? We do those benchmarks every quarter. Mm -hmm. Um and We've got some good information. First of all, here's just a quick little update. 31 markets represented this first quarter of 2023. We had 54,794 total leads measured Woo! off of 136 online sales specialists. Yes. And here were the stats. All right. 40% lead to appointment. 
that's gone up compared mm-hmm. to our 2022 averages, 18% appointment to sale, which is flat or the same as 2022. And then the online sales percentage of total sales, that's the big one. It's 43%. And that's down from 52%, not down as in bad. There's reasons why that has gone yes. down. Um, but a 43% contribution rate. So that's an interesting one. We just want to talk about just a little bit before we jump in and talk about it. I want to show you this. Okay. You know, you this got your is, online. This is crazy to me. Yep. Online sales contribution there on the left, comparatively speaking, but also a 45% increase in total lead volume from Q4. So that number has gone up drastically. That's why we're all like, oh, it's, hey, yay, it's happening. We're all excited. Yeah. Um, but if you compare it to the first quarter of 2022, it was a 49% decrease, almost half of what we saw in the first yeah. quarter of 2022. And that's the big swing that we saw over 2022 to the end of the year. Fourth quarter was not so fun. It's picked yeah. back up this first quarter, but and online sales teams are doing great, but we're, we're seeing a little bit of a miss on that contribution. Jen, we've talked about this internally. We've talked about this with our builder partners. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking this question out to the audience. Why do you think that contribution rate has dropped down almost 9% mm. in this first quarter? What do you think it is? The online sales contribution rate is a percentage of online sales of total sales. What would be your reasons, audience? We want to hear you chat out your smartness. Jen, what are some reasons you think? We, we, we have some reasons that we know and some theories for sure. Yeah, I think one of the things is that um, we're hearing, you know, walk-in traffic is picking up. So anytime that you have more people going directly out on site, bypassing online sales. Also, I think, you know, there is some resistance still when they go to the website and they think, you know what, I don't know that I'm necessarily ready to talk to somebody yet. I'm just going to kind of drive out there and see what's going on. And so a lot of times they just kind of bypass online sales and they go out there and then they end up turning into walk-in traffic. So I think that's affecting the contribution too. Yeah, absolutely. Inventory up. Um, You guys remember this, like when you didn't put anything on the MLS and now we are putting (laughs) things on the MLS and our realtors are coming out of the woodwork, you know, because they don't have anything to sell. There's like, I mean, used homes are down 25% in most markets Mm -hmm. and new homes, the contribution comparatively speaking is like 30 plus percent in a lot of markets compared to 10%. Yes. So they, they kind of circle around online sales. So we're definitely seeing that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but the final piece that, that I would say is, is I do think that there's still a little bit of a hot market hangover and a skills gap for some of our awesome online sales specialists, just making that shift and making that change to this new market, going deeper uh, with our customers and going the distance and getting them out to appointments. Some of that is just a behavioral thing. It's not a willingness mm-hmm. thing. We don't see a whole lot of online sales specialists going, I don't want to pick up the phone. It's right. just that that soft skills, that perfection in that craft. I would say that probably contributes to three to 4% of that 9% dip. So maybe almost half mm-hmm. because we, we have some top performing um, companies or established online sales uh, organizations and their contribution is at 49%. So it hasn't gone mm-hmm. down to 43%. So they're a 6% right. higher rate, but it's been established. They've been, you know, consistently trained. They've been through 
up markets, down markets, yeah. side markets. So that skills gap is what I would encourage everybody who's tuning in to focus on to help move that number up closer to 50%. I do think 50% yeah. contribution is still a healthy target. Jen, any thoughts on that? 100% agree. Um, you know, and, and also I just want to say like, if you're not at, if, if you're at a 40% or you're at a 30%, you're not hitting a 50%, um, don't freak out. You know, actually that 43% is more like, that's what we saw in 2019, right, Mike? I mean, well, that no, was 30, it was 39% in 2019. Yeah, 39% so in yeah. 2019. So, you know, we're, we are turning to a little bit more of a normal situation. So don't freak out, understand right. the, the numbers, understand the why behind that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, some people are saying realtors for sure. Well, and I, I like I like what Jen said here. Uh, one better weather. That's true. Pray to homes and self tour feature. Yeah, don't forget the self tour yeah, feature. That's when you have too. inventory and you have a, a self tour opportunity, like you two or something, you can put on your doors. People are going to get excited and they're going to go look at at those homes. So mm -hmm. that's that's enough from the uh, economic uh, number. <laughs> the economic whatever, forecaster. Man. Yes, uh, but oh, hey, man. the big thing is look at your benchmarks. Pay attention to them. Uh, mm -hmm. compare them consistently and make sure you're going as far as you possibly can with every single lead and you're maximizing that. Jen, I always love being on opt-in, oh. but let's bring on, let's oh, bring on the real Oh, come on now. Listen, guest. listen, Mike said, you heard it, realtor, increase in realtor. Everybody's seeing an increase in realtor traffic. So we wanted to have on our special guest. Her name is Cassandra Van Proyen. Come on, Cassandra. There she is. Hi. Hey. Hi, everybody. Give her hearts. Give her a warm opt-in welcome. Cassandra is the online sales specialist for Oltoff Homes, and she is actually a newer online sales specialist. When did you start in the role, Cassandra? I started in the role back in October. So after completing my training with uh, Do You Convert, then I officially started taking leads in November. Okay. So guys, she's been managing leads since November, right? Kind of, but she's a baby online sales specialist in the scheme of things, but she is doing some really great proactive things with real estate agents, realtor outreach, all of those good things, which is so relevant right now because working with real estate agents is a little different, right? This is more like B2B sales. But before we kind of get into some of this, I want everybody to kind of get to know you a little bit. So Cassandra, tell everybody like where in the world you're located, um, a little bit about the builder you work for. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm located in Northwest Indiana. All Top Homes is a family-run business. Um, they've been in business since about 1961. Um, and we work within um, basically all of Indiana. We have markets in Northwest Indiana, Central Indiana, and Northeast Indiana. That's awesome. Yeah. So when you were listening to us talk about the benchmarks, how do those you know, compared to what your program is doing. And again, it's six months. Yeah, six months. And um, <laughs> I actually stepped into this role as a new role. So the OSC program wasn't even existing until I stepped up, which has been kind of so a you went from curve. zero. You went from zero. <laughs> yep, to, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I am at about 32% in my total value contribution at this point. Um, and uh, we had a really good number last month at 34% for the sales to appointment or appointment to what? sales contribution. So yeah, wow. it's great. 
Guys, that's huge. 34% appointment to sale. Yeah, wow. it was definitely an exciting goal to reach. Wow, that's crazy. So Cassandra, we have all experienced this increase in realtor activity. So since October, have you yourself experienced because you didn't really have anything to compare it to? But like, what has your experience been with working with with agents recently? Yeah, it definitely seems like a lot more realtors are reaching out. Um, I'd say more specifically, you know, we get trained in the used versus new, but um, doesn't mm -hmm. seem to be an issue as much as just comparing other builders more than anything. So I think it's important to show why your company stands out um, because definitely a lot more realtors are calling in, interested and mm -hmm. in bringing new homes to their clients. Okay, so that's interesting. You brought up the you know, using the new versus used, um, you know, training and making sure that realtors understand the differences in buying new versus used. That's interesting. Would you say that the majority of the, the realtors, or I should say real estate agents, you guys know there's a difference between realtors and real estate agents, but mm -hmm. would you say that there's a difference in like, do agents understand what new homes like are what the process is? Are you finding that you're having to educate them a lot on the, on those things? Yeah, you know, I've realized um, of the realtors that have been coming in and, you know, calling in and everything, most of them are pretty well versed in the new okay. home sales. Um, okay. So like I said, I think the most important thing is just to make sure that my company stands out and that I can, you know, bring that um, talk track to those realtors and let them know, like, this is why you should choose us. Um, a lot more are coming to new construction. So I haven't had a ton of use versus new conversations as of lately. Um, it's mostly been just, you know, distinguishing all top above the other builders within the area. Okay. So the, the magic question is you keep mentioning like having your builder stand out and what are you doing to proactively do that? What are you doing? What's your outreach like with yeah, your realtors? So I have um, lots of questions around this. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, chat questions if you have questions specifically for Cassandra. Yeah, so um, I implemented a realtor program in both Northwest Indiana and the Indianapolis area. Okay. So this means that I reach out to the realtors each month with updates on Altoff Homes and what's going on. Um, so for an example, this month I will be sending out my realtor email about an upcoming community that we have coming in June. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of information out there about the community because it is, you know, not yet turned over. So um, that will be kind of featured within my next realtor outreach so that they you know have all of the information and can bring that to their clients as an option and everything so that's probably the biggest thing i've been doing is just making sure to reach uh, reach out monthly so that they have updates on okay. what we have going on here and everything okay so really taking your realtor database and prospecting so like Absolutely. turning your you know adding in realtor follow-up as part of your prospecting monthly Yes. Um, are you are you getting a lot of response from the emails that you're sending out? Like, talk a little bit about that. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, the second one I sent out, the first one was kind of just an introduction. Um, because the program is new here, I not a lot of realtors knew who I was. So the first one was kind of an introduction. Um, mm -hmm. But from there, the last one I sent, we just recently um, added a broker registration to our website. So that oh. was the um, second email I sent out to kind of see if people have seen it, get their feedback. And I had a ton of great responses about this from realtors who were really excited that we added that made their life a lot easier and everything like that and it's really great for me as well because those registrations come directly to me so it gives me more of an opportunity to you know reach out to those realtors and introduce myself love it okay so that introduction um email that you sent out was that a video Yes. Were you putting a, a face with a name? Of okay. course. Yes. <laughs> okay. Do, do you change your title? Like when you're introducing yourself, do you still say like new home specialist or online sales um, or what do you say? Yeah. So I do still use new home specialist. Okay. Um, but the name of the program is called Realtor Concierge Program. Oh, so that's kind okay. of how I present it to the realtors as a way, um, you know, for them to know that I'm there for them 24 seven, they can call or text me and I'll provide those answers as quickly as possible. Okay, fantastic. And then the broker registration, is that for um, realtors to sign up for updates? Or is it to register their clients or, you know, talk a little bit about exactly what that is? Yeah, so that's um, for them to register their clients. So when those registrations come in to me, then I'm going to see not only the realtor, but also the name and email address of their client, um, which is really helpful so that they know that, Ooh. you know, everyone's going to know it's their client, right? Mm. Who has challenges sometimes getting the customers, the client's name um, and information for uh, your CRM, right? That's that's a challenge sometimes, right? When working with real estate agents. I just want to add to like, I love all of this that you're saying because the education piece is so huge. Like we can't assume that realtors, real estate agents understand what our role is in online sales. In fact, I know that they don't know because I, I asked some of my realtor friends, I said, hey, do you know what a new home online sales specialist is? And they're like, what? And I said, <laughs> I said, I said, yeah, I said, well, do you know when you call a builder's office? Well, we don't really call the builder's office only if our if our buyer asks us to. And I said, OK, well, where do you get your information about new homes? And they said, we go right to MLS. And I said, OK, yeah. um, well, if you call the MLS number, do you think you're talking to the site agent or are you talking? Who do you think you're talking to? Oh, I think I'm talking to the assistant. And if I call the office, the builder's office, I think I'm talking to the receptionist. So a lot of what we have to do in online sales, like Cassandra, like you're saying, is is really educate the real estate agents on exactly what we do. But more importantly, how we can help them. Absolutely. Like yes. how we can help them. So how can, what's your message out there? Like when you're talking, like, what do you say? Like, how can you help them as online sales? Yeah. So um, what I use to kind of, you know, convince them of the value of talking to me is to remind them that as an OSC, I'm not meeting with clients. I'm not taking those appointments. So 
my main concern is the realtor and customer experience. I'm going to be much more available to get them the information that they need to help them look good to their clients and to help save them time. Woo. Okay. If you happen to be taking notes, which I am, (laughs) I'm taking notes, um, save them time and help them look good. Customer service, customer experience. Um, You know, I can remember being in the seat and I was honestly kind of intimidated. I was actually a realtor myself. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I was kind of intimidated when I would get calls um, from realtors. Sometimes I would, you know, quite honestly, until I got confident, I would fold like a deck of cards. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay. Like, you know, like, let me just give you the information, you know, because I just, I didn't, I didn't really know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. I think I experienced that when I first started too. Yeah. And I think implementing the realtor program has actually made me yeah. feel a lot more comfortable and confident with the realtors. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. So let's talk. I want to go back to something you said and, and talk a little bit of tech. So in your CRM, how do you segment out? I'm, I'm guessing since you have this process and you have this registration, how are you separating out your realtors and do you have a follow-up process or is it mainly like a once a month thing that you're doing? Yeah. So um, I have all of mine with the realtor rating within Lasso, of course. Um, But on top of that, I have the registration card where I've added the markets. So I have Northwest Indiana and then Central Indiana. So each realtor within um, within the Lasso CRM has that registrant information filled out. So Central Indiana versus Northwest Indiana. So when Mm. I'm doing my monthly reach out, those are separated um, because I'm providing information that's relevant to where they are located. Um, So for that, you know, email I'm sending out for a community that's coming in Northwest Indiana, that's not going out to the Central Indiana realtors. Oh my gosh. You are just brilliant. (laughs) <laughs> there's nothing worse than just e-blasting everybody, right? And mm-hmm. if there's one thing that they will they will start um, dismissing your correspondence, right? I remember our friends at BombBomb said, um, you're training people how to open, you're training people to open or delete your next message. Mm-hmm. Like the message that you send right now is training people to open or delete the next message that you send them. So yeah. if you're just... Um, e-blasting everybody and not segmenting out your list, like that's huge. So what you said basically was your Northwest realtors are only getting information that's going to pertain to them in that market, right? Okay. So that is huge. That's fantastic. I love that you're doing that. Um, Any pro tips that you've learned for just navigating? So if you were talking to me and I said, oh, I'm I'm a little bit, I'm not real confident on the phone with realtors. Is there any pro tips you have, like when you're talking on the phone that you would recommend to to those listening? Um, Well, practice, of course. Um, (laughs) The more you practice, the better you're going to be at it. And um, I think really just to be confident that you've trained for this job, you know what you're doing, you have more knowledge about your builder than they're going to have. So just, you know, to remember that when you're talking to them Mm. and, I think also it's going to take them some time to see the value. So when you first start talking to them, if you can answer those questions fast and show your value, they're going to be more inclined to want to work with you in the future. Mm. Yeah. So 
practice, you know, and, and stick with it and be confident in that. I love what you just said about you remember, you know, more than, than them. Right. And so they're coming to you as a resource. I think too, just adding in those educational things, like you were saying, um, you know, hey, one of the reasons to work with me is I, I work with all of our communities. I have the latest up-to-date information about everything before it even hits MLS. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you too, you mentioned you're sending out email and you're using video email in some of your monthly messaging and updates. Are you doing anything with phone and text along with that? Um, so what I'll do is I try to make dials out to the people who have opened the videos. Okay. Um, so of course my prospecting dials aren't always where I want them to be as far as, um, the amount, but that's the biggest thing is I'll try to make dials to people who have opened it and see, you know, introduce myself more personally, see if I can help them with anything. Um, you know, when I do get a responsive realtor, I tend to be more, communicating via text because that seems to be the best way to get a hold of them with how busy they are all the time. That way, you know, yeah. they have your direct number and they can reach out and give you a call if they need anything. But um, text has best definitely been the most effective I've found. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that, you know, when you have those realtors that you do have that good relationship with and you're communicating with, you know, even segmenting further in your CRM to create that VIP group of realtors. And if you had 20 VIP realtors that are like, you know, you're, they're on speed dial, you know, that's all you need. You know, it's like, Hey, FYI, just check your email because we just had this new community coming up or, Hey, we just had a inventory back on the market. Check your email, you know, let me know, let's do this, you know, and you just have those that you are constantly in communication with. Um, I think that works like a charm. In fact, when I asked my realtor friends, like, hey, how, like, what's the best way to communicate with you? If you had a realtor concierge that was a, with the builder's office that would update you, would you want that? And they were like, oh my gosh, yes, we would love that. And I said, okay, what's the best way for them to reach you? And they said, phone, um, they said text and voicemail. Leave me okay. a voicemail and then hit me with a text that says, hey, I just left you a voicemail check your phone. Like I've got it. I've got a, a, a home that's going to be perfect. Let's go. You know? Yeah. That's definitely a good idea. I should, yeah. you know, work on segmenting that a little bit more yeah. get that smaller list. I like yeah. that. Hit, chat it out guys. If you're, if you're listening, like who has like some realtors in your mind right now that you could right now go and create a VIP group or list in your CRM and start nurturing them. Um, you didn't know you were going to have homework on opt-in, but that's your homework. <laughs> um, okay. I got some rapid fire questions for you, Cassandra. This has been fantastic. Everybody's, I don't, you probably can't see this, but everybody is just chiming in. They think this is awesome. In fact, do we have any questions? Um, our, our wizard behind the screen, do we have any specific questions for Cassandra before I move to some rapid fire. Let's see. I don't see any specific questions. Everybody just says they love this, Cassandra. So you're helping, Good. you're helping all the people on here because it's hard. It, it's, it is hard. This is a hard thing that we're doing, but we can't not 
we can't not do this, right? It's it's a big it's a big part of our business right now, and so we've got to embrace it, right? We've got to embrace it. Um, okay, some rapid fire questions for you. What is your favorite thing about being an online sales specialist? Yeah, my favorite thing, um, which I mentioned to Jen, you know, I studied marketing and sales within college. So being the in-between as an OSC, I work with marketing, I get to work with sales. It's really great um, being able to use that experience. And I'm really passionate about it. Love it. Love it. Um, what would you say is your biggest challenge that you have in the role right now? Um, lately, since I've been here a little bit longer now. I've noticed my biggest challenge is finding good ways to reach out to my long-term follow-up um, to mm. kind of keep it fresh and creative. Um, that's a, something I'm working on for sure. Hey, right now. The, these are your people that are that are watching, and I guarantee you, they're probably going, "Yes, preach prospecting. Prospecting is always is always the the hardest the hardest thing." Oh, we have some questions. We have some questions. Yes. What are the questions? Okay, here we go. How do you approach realtors regarding their clients' info, like email and phone numbers? So, um, absolutely. If this is you know outside of that broker registration where I don't have that, mm -hmm. um, I really make sure that they know. You know, if you don't pre-register your client with me and they show up on site. There's no guarantee mm. that you're going to get credit for a sale that goes in. There's no guarantee mm. that you're going to get that commission and be recognized as their realtor. So it's really important that you pre-register them because, of course, everyone wants their money, right? <laughs> mm. Yes. So I love that using language like, you know, this is to protect you. You know, we don't, we don't want your clients to go out there and go rogue without you. This way we have them registered you you as their agent mm -hmm. any advice for when realtors are close with the broker how do you explain you're more available okay so what i think whitney is saying is they have a relationship on site mm -hmm. right with mike lyon that works out there at happy acres oh we've been working together for years i've got a relationship with mike i'm just going to go directly to them any advice for how you could insert yourself there yeah so that's definitely something i struggle with a lot um being that it's such a new position here most of the realtors do have a really good relationship with our on-site sales professionals which yeah. is great obviously um but i really just try to like i said show my value to them more than anything mm -hmm. so what that means is just you know responding to them as quickly as possible making sure that i send out that information as quickly as possible and also mm -hmm. asking permission and you know following their leads on certain and things like, do you want me to reach out to your client? Do you prefer that I stay in touch with you? Um, different things like that. Because I think the more you show your value, the more willing they are to work with yeah. you and, you know, actually set up that appointment through you as well. Yeah. I love that. I think I would, I think I would play on the, um, oh, well, if you're friends with Mike, you know how he like never answers his phone. <laughs> so I actually work with Mike. I'm an, ex I'm a part of his team. So it's great that you've got me. I'll actually can help you with that. And we'll get you over to Mike for a, an appointment with your client. You know, like, I think, I think I would just, you know, play into, um, 
you know, like, Hey, yeah, you know how, you know how he's been like avoiding my calls. No, I'm just, <laughs> but you know, Hey, remember as the online sales specialist, guys, you are an extension of your sales team. So if you say, yeah, I work with, I work with Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And you got me and I can help you. And you know, he's probably out showing home. So let's chat about what your client's looking for. Love it. Um, a lot of people are asking if you're licensed. I, I am not. Okay. No. Yeah. So, you know, when you have a licensed online sales specialist, I can talk about this because that was me. I was licensed and I worked for a brokerage. So you just add in all of the agency issues that come along with that. So actually being not licensed is, you know, you don't have those same agency laws and rules that you have to think about, right, all the time as far as representation. Um, so, you know, the other thing, just thinking about those questions is, you know, when you are working, you know, when you do have a realtor call in, just making sure, or even when you have a customer call in and they mention a realtor, just making sure you're super transparent, um, getting their realtor's first and last name and, and looping them into the conversation is always important as well. Okay. That, any other questions from behind the scenes? I love this. Everybody's saying they love it. Thank you, Presley. Whitney says it's helpful. That's awesome. Um, okay. What do you do, Cassandra, to really like recharge your battery? This is a big one. Like how do you step away? Because you're, you are a solo OSC, right? You don't have yes. a partner. You don't have That's a partner correct. Client. Yeah. Okay. So how do you create boundaries? And how do you step away and recharge? Yeah, so um, the biggest thing for me is on my days off to, you know, get out of my house, get away from my computer. Um, mm. I am still on call, of course, but, you know, I've become a little bit more comfortable answering those calls on the weekends and telling them, you know, I'm not in front of my computer, but I can call you back at a specific time. Um, that's something that's really important to me that I was very uncomfortable with when I yeah. first started the job. Um, so I think that's something that I still am working on, but something I've, you know, learned to be more comfortable with in order to recharge that battery. And it is so important for me to just get outside since, you know, being in this position, you're in front of your computer, you're in an office or you're at your house a lot. So that's a big thing for me. Yes. Yes. So step away, step away everybody from the screen every now and then and set boundaries. Okay. If you could go back to your brand new OSC self day one in October, any advice you would give yourself? Um, I mean that what I just said is a big thing to be more comfortable with not, you know, not knowing an answer right away or having to call someone back. And I think the biggest thing is um, just confidence in general. Um, you know, when you're first starting, you're just learning about the company itself. You get a little bit nervous on the phones thinking, well, I don't know a lot, but ultimately, you know more than the person call calling in. Yes. So you're going to have answers that they're looking for, whether it's all of the answers or not. You know, you're going to get that to them and just be confident and, you know, giving that information. out. Oh, what great advice. Oh, that is always what I tell people, too. That is fantastic. You're not ever, you're not going to know everything right at the beginning, you know, and it's like being OK and confident with I'm not sure, but I'll find out. And mm -hmm. I just having that confidence to just know that you're still learning. 
Yeah. Um, I can tell like, you're just so wise beyond your years. This is fantastic. <laughs> What's one tool you can't live without? I cannot live without the recorded calls in call rail. What? I cannot <laughs> live without it. Okay. That's a first. I don't know that I've ever had an online. I honestly, so I bad. will say, um, when I have inbound calls or, you know, I don't have their email information like that and I'm getting that from them on the phone, it is not easy to always get every letter and every number correct. So in looking back at those recorded calls, being able to listen to that and replay that, it does save me a little bit of embarrassment having to go back to someone and say, I misspelled your email address. I need you to, you know, oh. text that to me or something else. So that's a huge thing for me. I remember one time Mike said to me um, when I was in OSC that the call tracking system was like a virtual assistant. And at the time I was like, virtual assistant, it's like <laughs> big brother recording my calls, but mm -hmm. it is totally a virtual assistant. It it, is. It's, you know, going back and even looking at your notes, like, what did we say? You know, those calls where you're like, you get off and you're like, what? And I need to go back and look at that and go back and get that information and, you know, check yourself, right? Check yourself and make sure that you put that on in there. Mm -hmm. Cassandra, I, I just cannot thank you enough. This was absolutely fantastic. Guys, give Cassandra some hearts. If you enjoyed this online people talking, it was absolutely fantastic. I think you're just wonderful. Any last words that you want to say to everybody out there watching? Um, I just want to say thanks for tuning in. I'm glad I got to talk to all of you. <laughs> Obviously, I am very new to the position, but it was great being able to share some of the stuff that I've been doing and hear from, you know, you guys about how you relate to that as well. So thank you. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Um, definitely, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. For all of the latest resources, visit doyouconvert.com. There's actually a couple of blogs specifically about this topic that we've recently posted, Working with Realtors. And of course, go back and listen to Cassandra again because she's absolutely fantastic. I know I learned something and I took notes. So thank you again. And we will see you next time on Online People Talking. Thanks, Thanks Cassandra. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Market Proof Marketing. Can't wait for the next one or looking to connect with other new home marketers? Become a member of our private community, DYC All Access, which is 100% free and always will be. Get exclusive content not shared anywhere else, access to private events, and the ability to join a marketing impact group with other marketers like you around the country. Visit our link in the show notes or members.doyouconvert.com to join. All opinions expressed by me, Andrew Peek, Jackie Lipinski, and our castmates are solely our own opinions. Now get to work and make sure your company is market-proof. <laughs>